Uh, sir, you appear to have a filter on. Uh, I can't figure out how to turn it off. Let's just move uh, forward with this. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part of that is that if you look at the um, uh, upper left-hand corner, it says something along the lines of, you know, this is a, a legal judicial hearing. This cannot be recorded. Da, 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 da. And I was like, huh, well, they kind of kind of fucked up on that, didn't they? Yeah, actually, I think the judge was the one who put it out. But the the, uh, the news stories were going around that uh, that lawyer was getting calls within an hour of that proceeding. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, uh, just get on YouTube and uh, look up Cat Lawyer. That's that's all you've got to do. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's exactly what a cat would say if they were fucking trying a, to invade. I'm not a cat. Zimbabwe. And First the judge is like, "Yes, we're aware." I'm not a cat. I guess that's the thing is is for the dude to say, "I'm not a cat." You know, just. <laughs> I mean, he's clearly this just is a like fucking lawyer, dude. Yeah, but he's old. I don't care. He's still a fucking lawyer. Being old does not give him carte blanche to be stupid. <laughs> he's not a cat, man. He's not a cat. If he's, he was, he's he was there alive. I can't figure out how to turn it off. I got my assistant in here trying to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> that I can accept. All of that I can accept. But saying to another goddamn attorney and a fucking judge, I am not a cat. I'm here. I'm not a cat. Well, that that's when see there were two lawyers and a judge. Judge was in the bottom left hand corner. Uh, another lawyer was in the upper right hand corner and he was he was like looking down at something like he was reading his phone. He was, you know, he kept his composure all the way up until the guy said, I'm here live. I'm not a cat. And he just like started fucking cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking technology. I'm not a cat. Uh, I'm Hang on. I'm trying to get this fixed, guys. Let's and just the, go. And he, the judge finally, is doing like tech support. If you hit the up arrow next to the, you know. I love how like he finally just, he's like, all right, let's just move forward with me as the cat. He's like, let's just go. I'm here. Let's just go through with this. I wonder if there's any legalities to where they can't, like because they can't see him. Oh, it's or the cat claws. The cat claws, really? Yeah, that's oh written God! It's written in. It's the cat claws. Get, give yourself a verbal diarrhea. I don't think you should. I think that was rather clever. That actually. was good. That was a good one, Doug. I I think that was a verbal diarrhea. <laughs> I thought it was fairly clever. So we're we're recording um, what a few hours later than usual today. As a Doug. Because uh, Doug thought it was Saturday. Yeah, apparently. Doug wakes Doug wakes up. He's like, "Guys, it's Saturday, right?" And I was like, "Why are you asking me what day it is as soon as you wake up?" And then, then I was ready to do the pie. I was sitting right here, ready about three or four hours ago. And <laughs> you know, kids, I only have one thing to say: don't smoke crack. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do, make sure you set a reminder. That you're supposed to do a podcast on Friday, Adam. Yeah, so, Dan. And then Dan said, I'm not doing this stinking <laughs> podcast. 
So I have stuff to do. And Adam, then you, tell, tell him why you, besides thinking it was Saturday, I, I'm guessing you probably stayed up late speed running something because, all right, and for so speed, those of you that don't know what speed running, it's quite possibly the dumbest fucking thing that you can do with a video game, in my opinion. No, um, the dumbest thing you can do is bury a bunch of copies in the desert because you're really bad at making video games. You shut up about E.T. You take that back. <clears throat> You That's what you need to fucking speed run. You need to speed run <laughs> yeah. AT. There you go. Well, there I don't want to blow my brains out. I want to like get through the game. That's right. Be a man. Throw some fucking ET in the Atari emulator and fucking do it up. <laughs> Atari emulator. Lester's dead. Speed runs ET. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell him. Tell him what you were speed running last night, Adam. I was speed running Super Mario sixty four. You, you sure? Really? You sure? That's what, what I was that's, running. That's not what you that's sent me. What I was running. Hold last on. Night. It was what version of Disneyland Adventures? Was it's it? the. It, it no, was, I don't. Uh, I don't think you're looking at something else. Disneyland Adventures. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, so here's so here's that's the a thing. picture of your monitor, Adam. No, that's, no, it's not. That's it's photo. It's clearly Photoshop. <laughs> I am not uh, a cat. I'm not a cat. So the speed run of Disneyland Adventures is to run around the park and get all the autographs from all the Disney characters as fast as you can. <laughs> but, hey, hey, there's levels to it, okay? First, you have to get enough coins to buy all the autograph books that you need. Just like the real Disneyland. It just gouge you to fucking get an <laughs> autograph book. And only then can you get all the autographs from all the Disney characters in the park. Um, question. <clears throat> so if it's just like real life, how would one run around Disney World or Disneyland and earn coins? Would you sell blowjobs? Is that part of the game? No, you're like six in the game. So there's no. a demographic for that. <laughs> And there's actually a, a website they could go to to see where these people are most times. So <laughs> I'm just saying. I actually stole that joke. I uh, can't remember her name. She's on Reddit uh, all the time. Kind of a, a nerdy. I think she's cute. But uh, she like works for NASA, I think. She's like a fucking physicist for NASA and a stand-up comedian. And she's actually pretty funny. I don't know how she keeps her job at NASA with some of her fucking material. But she's actually pretty funny. So she must well, be comedy. really good at NASA. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, can we just fire? They're like, well, right? no. Like, can you solve this equation? No, 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 I can't. No, well, then can't. she can make jokes about pedophiles. It's fine. Fuck she off. stays. She stays. She knows a lot about the moon. Okay. It's not rocket science, guys. On a <laughs> shit. On a related note, um, do you guys hate David Daylight Savings Time? Yeah, I do. It's pointless. And if no, you want I think to. It's the greatest thing ever. Who the fuck likes. Even farmers don't fucking like it anymore. You can just get up early. It doesn't matter. Okay. You can just get up earlier. You don't the, have to. The reason why I was asking is the people that do these uh, Mars missions where they control the Mars rover remotely or more accurately give it a set of commands. Because you can't joystick it from Earth because it's 20 minutes to get a transmission to Mars, 20 minutes to get a transmission back. So you can't joystick that shit in real time. So they are on Martian time. They 
are here on Earth. They have watches and they do everything according to Martian time, which is precisely 40 minutes longer than a standard Earth day. So every day, their day shifts by 40 minutes. So it, you know, sometimes they're current coming in during the day. Sometimes they're coming in at night and they refer to themselves as Martians. That would be a really, really cool shift to have. Today, I am uh, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Tomorrow, I am 8.40 to 5.40. And then the next day, <laughs> I'm going to be uh, 9.20 to uh, 5 or 6.20. All right. It's really easy, guys. Pretty easy, okay? They actually had special watches and some clocks and some other shit made. So, you know, when they're looking at their time, they're on Martian time. And the Mars rovers basically work a 9 to 5 day. Damn, I hate that. that yeah, would... Look, I mean, number one, these people make really good money. Number two... And they can't go to the bank to get it out because they don't know what fucking time the bank is. Because they have no <laughs> idea what day it is, speaking of Saturday. Two, they went to school... <laughs> they went to school to do what it is that they're doing because they were passionate about it. And now they have a job at fucking NASA being passionate about it. Like, those are the types of things where... Nah, fuck that, dude. Fuck that. I'd quit. I'd quit if they put me on the Martian project. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go work at the other fucking space agency the U.S. Go work has. for uh, uh, Elon over there. SpaceX. Uh, SpaceX. Yeah. Hell yeah. Elon Musk. With all of his fucking Bitcoin. Amazon has a space program, too. Yeah, because that's... Uh, there's been back and origin. forth... Yeah, I've been back and forth between Musk and Bezos about about that they had, shit. They had one longer than Elon Musk, but I think Elon Musk just like put more money into his or something because like he's you know launching cars into space and shit. Right, well, he's always I, got something going on. Personally, I think it's because Elon's a little bit more involved in uh, SpaceX than what Bezos has been in Blue Origin. And that's one of the things that I think contributed to his uh, his uh, stepping down as CEO of Amazon. So he does not have to deal with practically any of that stuff. He's still a C-level employee, obviously, and, you know, the founder of the company. But it, that allows him to step away from any of the day-to-day operation stuff and concentrate on the other irons that he's got in the fire. Poor guy didn't have any time left. Yeah, no, must suck to be him. He's going to have time now and then he's going to drop his glasses and the glasses are going to break. He's going <laughs> like, to say something like there was time now. Oh my God, there was time. Uh huh. And then obscure. Rod Serling's going to walk in <laughs> yeah, from the side with Twilight a cigarette. In his hand. <laughs> One of the few that I remember pretty, the whole thing pretty well, actually. I don't know. You know, you, you, we shit on celebrities and rich people, but fuck it. They're human. I mean, I'm sure the guy, when he started selling books was, you know, passionate about the idea. And then I'm sure he was passionate about building Amazon. And then you get to a point you're like, meh, I'm rich now. So I'm really, passionate I mean, like, about making money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that he's finally to the point where, I mean, isn't that kind of the, 
isn't that kind of what you do is that you, you, you want to make enough money that you can have your own time. You can go do your own thing. But so it's kind of interesting to see somebody that, cause I know, I know plenty of people that run their own business. And if there's one thing you don't fucking have, it's time. Like you're always on your own time. If, if you want to look at it that way, but you don't have time cause you're always working. You know, the phone can ring at any time. Decisions have to be made. So it's funny to see somebody that's as successful as Bezos fucking, you know, basically saying, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't have any fucking time. It's like, well, fuck. <laughs> what am I supposed what to do? What does he do? What does he do on a day? He doesn't do anything. He just sits there and the company runs itself. Right, a that's lot of people think works. that. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think CEOs are worth what they get paid by any means. Um, but – Sometimes it's just a matter of, uh, you know, picking the right people, letting them do what they do, you know? Yeah, but that's a part of running the company. It is, absolutely. That's not, just because you delegate responsibilities doesn't mean that you're not doing anything. No, because you got to know who to, who to hand it to. We've all seen people get handed projects and, and ideas and concepts that was way, they were way outside of their, you know, the person's ability. Yeah. Um, well, there are lots of people out there that, you know, they they had a lot of money. They were very smart, uh, but they made some really bad personnel decisions, especially like, you know, you have some person A that comes in, buys a company, and uh, then he turns around and starts putting people on the board. And if he chooses the wrong fucking people, you know, people that they think that they can trust people that they think will do the job. And then the only people thing those people do is either a not do shit or B <laughs> B extort the fuck out of their own company before they fly off. Well, and some people just don't have, you know, we've talked about Harley Davidson before I'm a fan, but I, I look at the way they're running the company and I wonder how they're going to be around in 10 years because they're still, they keep getting these CEOs and they keep these boards that are stuck on, you know, like what Harley used to be, or they're stuck on those, the old guys saying, you know, no change, no innovation. I love the big, heavy bikes. You can keep the big, heavy bikes. I'm not asking anybody to drop the big, heavy bikes, but you know, like, was it Buell? Why they, they fucking got rid of Buell. And that might've been now in, in, in hindsight, the dumbest mistake they could have fucking made. But yeah. these were mistakes made by people that supposedly knew how to run a fucking company. Uh, you know, so that that's who made those decisions. The workers out in the plant didn't. You know, mid-level management didn't. CEOs decided and boards decided, hey, we're not gonna we're not gonna run with Buell anymore. We're we're gonna just do these big fat fucking bikes that are expensive and air-cooled. Um well, we don't want no fucking pushy fucking bike. We want a big one because that's how you feel. <laughs> That's how you feel like a fucking man. Your masculinity. That's how yeah, you... Yeah, you can feel the masculinity rattling between your fucking legs. Like a big, burly like man. Yeah, show everyone between how, your legs. Show everyone on, on sidewalk how big your dick is when you ride past them and just hit the fucking throttle on their ass. Blah, 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 While a fucking blah, blah, beamer blows your doors off. <laughs> hey, no, I love Harleys. I do. I love, I love big, heavy bikes. I like... I like the way they feel and the way that they cruise. I do, and, and that's not what I'm saying. But you, he likes again, big bikes, and he cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. 
when a Jixer walks in with an itty bitty waist. Um, and a V twin up in your face. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! We got our next banger, Adam. What the fuck? You've been sleeping on me this whole fucking time, really? God damn I got, it! I got, I got a, I got a little, I got a verse written. We're ready. We're ready to roll out. I'm gonna, I'm pitching this to Harley Davidson next That's month. That's all we need, right? We're going for that younger demographic. But it's a perfect example of, um, you know, you get the wrong people in the in the wrong places. Uh, or the right people in the wrong places, the wrong people in the right places. There's a, there's a lot of combinations there. I don't hate on guys like Bezos and uh, uh, Gates. Um, I remember seeing this meme was floating around. I think it was Reddit probably because I'm addicted to Reddit. But it was all the, it was all the different garages of the different people like Disney and Harley Davidson and and all these people that or all these companies that had kind of like started in a garage. And some of the fucking comments were blowing my mind. And Adam brought one up that was kind of funny. He's like, oh, you have the privilege of having a garage. It's like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? and- Dude, it's, it's real. People actually say that. Like, not everyone had a garage growing up. And all I can think of is the fucking four Yorkshire men from fucking Monty Python. It's like, luxury. 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 We would have dreamed of having a garage. <laughs> we dreamed of having a garage where all 37 of my family could have lived. You know, you had family, luxury. Uh, <laughs> and it's true at what point, you know, I know I, I read something about uh, Bezos took like a, I don't even remember now. Fuck, it might have been as much as $50,000 loan from his parents. They mortgaged their home, right? They mortgaged their home and gave him 50 grand to keep Amazon books afloat when he went through a rough patch. Okay. And people were like blasting about, oh, I wish I had fucking, you know, parents who give me 50 grand and all that. Guys, 50 grand in, in, when it comes to a company is shit. It's, it's nothing. You burn through 50 grand fucking putting office furniture in. I mean, that's nothing. And it was a loan from his parents who mortgaged their home. They went all in on this motherfucker. They believed in their child. And now he's like a trillionaire. I think <laughs> that their investment <laughs> was worthy. Um, it, it just blows my mind. I mean, sure, there are plenty of families. You've got fucking Rockefellers and Trump. Right, you'll, you'll crawl up Trump's fucking dick uh, when he does nothing but blow the fucking uh, money that his dad left him, uh, and you know, oh, he's a fucking real estate genius. Okay, you, I don't know what fucking news article you're reading, but then you want to bag on a guy like Bezos. And, and now look, that said, should the motherfucker be paying more taxes than he does, Bezos? Fuck yes. They should all be paying more taxes. Trickle down economics doesn't work. Let me say it again for the don't. people in the back. Trickle down economics does not work. But they period. don't pay taxes because they don't have to. I don't just voluntarily pay more taxes than I owe to the IRS. Absolutely. Uh, no, and I understand where you're going with that. And I agree with you. It's time for legislation to change. But the thing is, <clears throat> the billionaires write the fucking legislation. Absolutely. That's why it's never going to change. That's the problem. Yeah. They, put the, they put the monkeys in... <clears throat> to the seats and then they tell them what to do. And that's, you know, it's going to be that way for ever. Honestly, it's never going to until it's rebooted. (laughs) And for anyone that doubts that whenever you get a new representative that is elected to Congress, the Senate, what have you, and their background is not a lawyer, which that's <laughs> happening more and more here recently. 
then what will happen is these companies that have donated money to them will have their lobbyist write legislation and hand it to that representative, and then that representative will introduce it to whatever legislative body that they belong to, just like they wrote the motherfucker. And yeah. it happens every day. Yeah. So you're, you've got companies, like you said, literally, literally writing these fucking laws that are being, well, yeah, not they're not laws yet, but they're being presented to be passed into laws, policies, procedures. <laughs> um, presented. It's totally yeah. optional. Right. If anybody that's ever watched any anime, sci-fi, whatever. Hentai. Tentacles. Tentacles. Yeah, right. It's the first thing you think of. Tentacles. Um, That watches any of that stuff has seen the, uh, the, uh, the Japanese were, were real big in a lot of their anime and sci-fi about. uh, Pixelating. uh, Pixelating penises. Yes. Wow. You New rule, you have to jerk off before the fucking podcast. <laughs> I woke up late. A little post-nut clarity there before you jump on here, right? Um, but the the corporations basically are the government. There are no real governments anymore. It's just corporations. There's corporate And Taco police. Bell owns everything. And Taco Bell owns everything. <laughs> There's another uh, little demolition man. And for those of you who don't know what post-nut clarity is, I, I don't even know what to do for you. If you don't know what post-nut clarity is, right? It's the fact that once you nut, everything becomes so much more clear. Like it's like you went from being drunk to sober just that fast, man. Um, it's like so if you ever been fucking a dude and then he nuts and then he rolls over and he's like, "Oh my god, get out of here!" Like I don't even just go home. That's post nut clarity. That's post nut clarity. Yeah, we've all done that. We've all realized that we had made a potentially bad judgment call. Right after we nut. Well, maybe not right after. There's a few seconds there where the brain has to readjust some chemicals, right? And then it goes, uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. This, this fucking episode went off the rails. So. Well, I mean, it's kind of <laughs> like it's kind of like you're hungry, you're hungry, you're hungry, you're hungry, and then you found this moldy sandwich laying on the side of the road. <laughs> And once you've got a few bites in, then you're alive, then you know your body says, "Okay, we have something in there." And now you look at what's left of the sandwich, and you're like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" <laughs> Bitch, you a moldy sandwich, but I'm hungry. <laughs> god damn it! And I'm not allergic to penicillin. <laughs> well, you make that choice too many times. You better not be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now let's let's not act like that's exclusive to uh, guys. There, I am sure that there are ladies. Oh, that, yeah, I'm sure. that have gone through that exact same deal. They had an itch. They needed it scratched. <laughs> there was a bottle of wine involved. And then oh, yeah, there's uh, always a bottle of wine involved. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So what would that be? Like, like Got a post- bottle of Boone's Farm under the, <laughs> under the counter. <laughs> Let's Dude, go. if all I got to do is get her a bottle of strawberry wine, I might marry that chick <laughs> again. So. <laughs> third time's charm yeah. perfect i mean eventually you know you can't 
If I keep doing it, eventually time. I'll die before I get divorced again, right? Yeah, like, see? So one of them will last the rest of your life. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. I like I like my odds, gentlemen. I like my odds. I'm good. I, I give this 33.3% repeating. <laughs> Dude, look. A woman gets into her 40s and she, she cops a fucking attitude about living her life trying to be a fucking Disney princess the whole time. And I got she's the just I got the jaded. autographs. I got the autographs. You got the autographs uh, to the, prove it. <laughs> God damn prove, it. Uh, the Disney princesses <laughs> are there. I'm trying to speed run marriages. I'm trying to I'm trying to see how many I can <laughs> trying to see how many I can get through uh, before before I die. See if I can speed run this shit. Well, as long as you don't beat a guy that I knew by the name of Jr. JR liked to be married seasonally. <laughs> JR, uh, at least I, th- I think that was his name. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Junior. It, Junior. It, it, it really doesn't matter. He it, it, And it was literally a cycle like this for several years. He would meet a woman in the winter. Oh, he would, yeah. Coupling. He would, he would get married in the spring. And divorced in the fall. Why would you get married that soon? Oh, because he's got to hurry up and get it over with. Because he's got he's got another one coming up next winter. Right? The, the last <clears throat> time crops. I even remotely kept up with it, he had been married eight times. See, that's he's probably why, dead by now. But you know, why would a woman like I, I look? I, I fully accept that there are going to be women once once the apocalypse is over and I can actually fucking date again. Um, I'm sure there are going to be women that find out that I've been married twice before and are like, nah, fuck this dude. And you know what? I wouldn't even be mad at him. Like there, there'd be no. Wait a second. You're, you're in, what, you know, let me, hold on. Let me back the train up. You're, you're in your Mm forties. So. Yes, I am, Doug. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, you old fuck. (laughs) I'll kill you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're, you're in your forties. If you were still, if if we were going for for an item condition here, if you were still brand new in box, then well, be, you you, you be, would have had to have had a psychological disorder. No, but see, here's the thing: divorce once is kind of accepted. It's a mulligan, right? Two means you don't, you can't swing, right? Your your fucking swing is off, and you can just forget this shit. Um, you're going to be holding your own wood for the rest of your life. The uh, I was just stretching out the golf jokes, man. Um, there's no, I, I I understand when you've been married. Verbal diarrhea. <laughs> Agreed. High five on the verbal diarrhea. Come on, that there was funny. Fuck both of you for not having senses of humor. It can be fun. It, hey, it can be funny and verbal diarrhea. Touche. Yeah. I think at the it's the second one that that freaks people out, right? And it's fine. Like I said, I I'm not mad, right? And I've well, I actually did date somebody that was in their forties and um, had never been married, had been close, but never got married, didn't have any kids. And she had told me that some guys were freaked out by that. Uh, and I, to me, it's funny that it's funny that that would bother somebody more than right. Well, I've been I've been divorced twice. I got four kids. Oh, well, that's normal. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Um, at 40, <laughs> it's not so unheard of if, but, if you but know, it's weird. I'm, I'm, I'm sure right. that there's a, a, a number where it gets weird, 
But for me, it would probably be past three. Two, two to me, honestly, is it it means that the person uh, you got to wonder what the situation is, right? You really got to wonder. For me, I had one that was a complete fucking mistake. I was way too young and fell into that hole. I lived in the middle of nowhere, Ohio, where you uh, you grew up, you married somebody who had a nice ass, uh, you hated them after a few years, and you just cheated on each other for the rest of your lives. But by God, don't say anything bad about the other one because I'll beat your ass for it kind of thing, right? There was a lot of flannel and John Deere involved there, man. And um, Availability so was- and opportunity. Yeah, pretty much, right? Exactly. Uh, my second one, we after fifteen years, we changed. There's some un, uh, you know, some shit that wasn't dealt with. I think on both sides, and it led to what it led to. But the important thing for me is that if somebody's been married and divorced twice, you better hope that they've uh, taken the time to figure out why the second one didn't work. You know, I mean, but I think like Adam said, it's the fact that, um, it's okay. We, we consider it normal. We've normalized that someone can be married and divorced twice and have a couple of kids at 40, but if they're still single and didn't have kids, we find that weird. Like there's something wrong with them. And I personally don't think that's, I personally don't think that's the case. It just means they were like, nah, I ain't jumping into this bullshit, you know? (laughs) For me, that means, okay, I've, I've got to take a because no matter what state it would be in let's say i lost my mind or i should say ran into a door frame with my face again let's say i I walk into a door frame with my face and i decide to get back into the dating market uh you know one of the processes of dating is hey why are you still available you know because there is that, you know, that broken item on the shelf that you doesn't realize, uh, you know, is missing the batteries or remote control or something uh, else. That's the like battery that. compartment cover. It's always the battery compartment cover. Yeah. Like and it's put- very cheap. It's like 75% off and you're not quite sure why. But that's so- also like going into a, right. That's like going into a car deal and being like, man, why is this car so cheap? <laughs> you you got to like, word that. They're like, here's the title. And it's a salvage title, and you're like, oh, fuck. Look, I've got enough baggage that I really can't talk any shit about a woman having baggage. What I have to do is just find a woman whose baggage looks nice sitting next to mine. (laughs) Right? That's, oh, that that matches. That goes together. I like that. Yeah. Well, well, the whole purpose of dating is finding out what you can and cannot deal with. Absolutely, and, and that's that's what blows my mind. Is it, there have been, uh, and you know, this hasn't been all of them, but there have been several women that I've dated that, uh, you know, I realized their goal was to find someone <laughs> to marry, but it seemed like you know they were hell bound and determined on that course no matter what came up. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, that's- there was nothing, you know, I could have been like, well, <laughs> you know, when I'm not working, I like to, you know, 
make meth, you know, by right. driving around and shaking this two liter Mountain Dew bottle. I've only been arrested 47 times. And they'll be like, that's okay, honey. We can work through that. He's so no. sweet. And he likes to cook meth. <clears throat> and he likes to cook. His name is Walter. <laughs> well, and you're absolutely right. And that's the problem, right? Is that since my second divorce, any dating I've done has been around the idea of whether or not I can tolerate the person or like the person or whatever. And the two op- the, the two opportunities that come to mind, one was a solid fucking no, like n- no goddamn way. And the second one took me some time to decide that. I mean, there were little things and you have to ask yourself, is this a little thing or is this a personality trait that I can't deal with? And, and ultimately I decided the latter that, okay, this isn't going to work. We're going to, we're going to butt heads and this isn't going to be healthy. Um, but I think Doug is absolutely fucking spot on with women, especially I read something that said, you know, uh, women are the gatekeepers to sex and men are the gatekeepers to relationships. And it's, it's absolutely true. And you get these, and I think guys do it too. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't think this is, uh, that it's only women that do that. Cause I've seen some men that you're like, um, Hey buddy. So she's, she's fucking three other people. She's got a couple of kids and was arrested for DUI six times. No, nah, man, look, man, she's, but she's different now. And, and like, she's that just, was like know, three days ago. Dude. Right. Yeah. I mean, she's changed a lot. And, and, and they who fall am I to tell in her? love with anybody, right? Uh, That's all, male all of us. Yeah. But, but I think that women are probably more prone to that. Um, just because it goes back to the, my smart ass Disney princess comment and the fact that women are trained, taught and led to believe from a very early age that their fucking station in life is to find this good man that they can brag about. See, I'm wanted. Somebody wants me. Um, by no means is that all women, no, but, it's not. But at the same time, and if there's a woman listening to this right now and she's upset and she's like, fuck you, that's not me, I get it. But all I'm saying is, is there are no shortage of them out there. I'm by no means saying it's universal. The emails so, are already coming in, Doug. It's You can stop. They're already, it's, the they're, inbox is already full. They're Doug's both from canceled. Adam's mom and he's pissed. <laughs> she's pissed. They're both pissed. All right. How about that? She's Mark. mad because I made fun of Boone's farm. <laughs> <laughs> That's highfalutin drinking right there, boy. What's wrong I do with like you? some Boone's farm. <laughs> hey, hey, wrong with Boone's some farm. people like their Manischewitz cream white Concord. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Said with your accent, Doug, that was just poetry. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> just, I hey, love it. it. It was, there was a, a lady that used to work with my mom and if you asked her what her drink of choice was, she would spout off Manischewitz cream white Concord so fast it would make your fucking <laughs> head spin. Hey, man, there's a reason shit like that. Mad Dog and Boone still exist. All right. It gets oh, the man, job done. Mad Dog 2020. The fucking great, dude. You better believe it. Oh, they got a blackberry flavor, too, Manischewitz does. That's actually pretty decent i've used that to cook actually a few times because if you're just cooking you don't buy a 35 dollar bottle of fucking wine to do it with i don't know why but that reminded me you said blackberry and that reminded me of frambois the uh oh that shit's so good that's raspberry okay. though isn't it uh frambois they they make it in it's a variety fruit. of flavors okay yeah i've always always just had the uh, raspberry i think it's really fucking good 
So. That's like Scooby Snacks for Dan. I could be like, yeah. hey, Dan, <laughs> I need you to do this thing. Doug, I really don't want to do that fucking thing. Well, I bought you a bottle of Frambois. Really? God damn it, Doug. <laughs> All right, me, what are we doing? Give me 20 minutes. <laughs> as long as there's no fucking testicles involved, I'm down. So That's you know. nuts, dude. Well, <laughs> you know, you know we, we do have the no nuts rule. The no nuts rule. Yeah. Well, no nuts. No one we hang out with can have any nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no, no, that's not quite it. Wow. No. Uh, oh, why don't you wait. elaborate what the no nuts rule is, Dan? So I moved from uh, Florida up to Charlotte, North Carolina for a job. And it was kind of, I won't say last minute. It was a little, it was expedited. Let me put it that way. Right. They wanted me to start at a, a pretty quick date. And my ex-wife and our dogs were still down in Florida and she, you know, she was getting stuff done so that we could move, but I had to start the job. Well, Doug already lived uh, in Charlotte. So I moved in with him as the first time in a long time that I've had a roommate that I wasn't having sex with. So, um, like you all believe that Doug and I weren't fucking, but anyway, um, (laughs) So, well, actually, we did have conversations about how much easier our lives would be if we were gay, but I won't go into that. Um, so we had a rule, Doug, I, I, not me as much, but Doug would, you know, I'd come out of the kit, uh, the, the bedroom in the morning. We had, uh, it was a two bedroom on opposite sides of this common living area. I'd come out and here's Doug fucking in his tidy whities just, you know, scratching his nuts, flipping the TV on. Doug for Doug's one of those fucking assholes that when he wakes up, he's awake, he's ready to go. The TV's on, uh, blending up a fucking smoothie, grabbing a shower, you know, he's do-do-do, all the lights are on. I'm more of a fucking cave-dwelling rat, right? I get up, all the blinds are pulled shut, the lights are off, there can be no noise for the first 30 minutes. But we managed to make it work, right? So the rule was basically that it didn't matter if you want to lay around in your underwear, man, we're guys, right? We can, uh, we can, uh, it's still ain't nearly as bad as yours. Um, mine stays on point at least. Go ahead. (laughs) They're talking shit about me in the chat guys. (laughs) Um, so anyway, the no nuts rule was basically, you know, you want to sit around in your underwear? Hey, whatever, man, we're guys do your thing. But the first time I see your goddamn nuts. <laughs> so don't let them fall out of your fucking jorts. Don't let them squeeze through a pair of fucking uh, underwear. Because the first time I see them. So, yeah, that was the no nuts rule. Yeah. Uh, you know, towel, underwear, something's got to be covering your nuts. Yeah, there's no no nudity if Doug and I live together. We're not allowed any, uh, any nudity. Uh, let's see. Uh, really, you're gonna okay. Yeah. <laughs> just gonna... Proof. Mm-hmm. It all started when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was born a poor black child. <laughs> poor black sharecropper. There it is. I haven't seen that in a while. Well, fine then. I just won't talk anymore. <laughs> I don't believe that. I fine, don't either. fine. I just won't say anything. No, it's fine, Adam. Don't even don't even worry about it. Like, no, it's fine. No, it's it's fine. Fine. Oh, God. <sighs> it's when they enunciate. Oh no, it's fine. No, don't you don't get it. it. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> don't don't fine. look at me. Don't fucking breathe. <laughs> 
See, but the thing was, Dan living with me, there were very few rules. Uh, the no nuts rule was the big one. And pretty much not a whole lot else outside of that. Now, if you were living with the wrong woman, it would be like you're, you know, you have to put the milk in where the handle is facing <laughs> out this way and all of this other bullshit. And that's sort of where the whole, if we were gay, life would be so goddamn easy discussion because, you know, it's like, hey, what do you want to do? I want to play video games. Well, that sounds pretty cool. Hey, what do you want to do? I want to get drunk. All right, let's do that. Hey, what do you want to do? I want to fuck. You know, and that would just be the, the, what life would be. And I'm sure it's not quite that simple. But <laughs> There are gay guys out there going, oh, bitch, please. Yeah. Yeah. But in my head, that is the ideal gay relationship. It would just be like a sitcom, like a buddy sitcom. There you go. Exactly. It would be perfect. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to raw dog Doug until we both fucking get imagine, off. Imagine the bumper music playing as the scene changes. <laughs> it cuts to outside the house and then all of a sudden just aggressive gay sex. <laughs> With disco lights. <laughs> and it cuts to the outside of the house and it's like... Dun, dun, We're just laying there all like... All right. <laughs> <laughs> And the music that's playing in the background the whole time is It's Raining Men. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have to be the, yeah, yeah. But like, but done in a new hip style, right? You know, like yeah. acapella. <laughs> a little Seinfeld-esque acapella. <laughs> we, got a, we got a hit here, guys. We need, to, we need to not publish this and just write this all down because we're going to be rich. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm sure it's not that easy. And hey, I'm sure that there's couples out there that are, uh, you know, fucking living that lifestyle. What it really boils down to is I think how I think it's it's how a man processes women and women process a man. If you're healthy and you got your fucking head on straight, you probably do have a great relationship. But I personally had a fucked up upbringing. Um, and I got issues out the God, I, then a, then a, I have more issues than a subscription to Reader's Digest. Is Reader's Digest still a thing anymore? I don't think it is, but it Verbal was really cool. diarrhea. I will cut you. I will cut you. I will cut you. You just wait. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. So anyway, with all those issues... I'm here live. I'm not a cat. <laughs> That's exactly what a fucking cat would say that was trying to infiltrate humanity. Put that out there. I'm not a cat. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I guess my point is not to bother either one of you with an explanation, but <laughs> my point is, is that I do believe there are healthy, good relationships out there with people fucking playing Xbox and going to get dinner that are both gay, heterosexual, cisgender, fucking whatever. Um, I'm but I don't sure know if I'll ever a, be one of them. I'm sure there's a couple right now that are running around in their mascot uniforms that Hell have done yeah. all of the above. <laughs> good for them. Goddamn good for them, all right? Like, I'm not wearing anything under this fucking uh, Stormtrooper outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what's under my kangaroo pouch? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I draw the line at furries. I'm just 
I'm sure there's a couple out there. That Absolutely. Love. Having a great fucking time with their lives. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. <sighs> <laughs> what you got, Adam? Come on, oh, man. nothing. Nothing. I'm just, I'm just taking it all in. <laughs> Your mom but, is going to be so proud of you. Yep. Rip Van Millennial up there. <laughs> well, again, you know, staying up till five in the morning playing fucking kid games. You know, Hi, my name's Adam and I'm a narcoleptic. <laughs> and I'm not a cat. And I'm not a cat. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, when the day comes that they like raid your house or something, because I know you, it's going to happen. And they, they're not, they're not, not going to find the files or the hacker scripts. They're going to find shit like Disneyland and, and whatever the other one is that you were speed running a while ago. Like SpongeBob. SpongeBob. There we go. Hey, hey, Sponge, hang on. You got to say the full name of the game. Why don't you do one that Americans don't even understand, like that weird-ass game, Beautiful Katamari, where you're just a weird ball that rolls around and picks up shit. I don't even know what the fuck that's about. Well, apparently you just fucking told us what it was about. Their, uh, Nickelodeon presents SpongeBob SquarePants, colon, Battle for Bikini Bottom. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Barbie's Playhouse or something, man. I'm just, dude, dude I'm totally speedrunning so Barbie's Playhouse. It's so funny because licensed games are so bad that they're fun speedruns. It would be interesting if you could turn around and find those old Burger King games and mm-hmm. all of that bullshit. I remember those vaguely, but I remember those, yeah. Wow. Back when, Classic. Uh, Back when media, you had to have, actually have like physical media to do anything with, you know? Yeah. Fuck you, that. Fuck that. Fuck yeah, It was fucking media. dumb. I want it to be online where they can just wipe it. My first case, <laughs> right. My you first no longer own tapes. that. <laughs> yeah. The, the only thing that concerns me about that is like if it happens wholesale, we've got bigger issues than, you know, our Xbox catalog. But you got to wonder, like, if a company went out of business, I mean, Steam makes a few bad moves and gets into financial trouble, they go out of business, you know. Well, Stadia went out of business after they made everyone buy games. And Stadia was one of those things that, one, it's by Google, and they just, I, uh, Patel, whatever his name is, he gets up in the morning and just decides to cut programs. Google, Gmail. Nah, fuck Gmail. We're not supporting it anymore. Shut it down. You know, (laughs) it's like. That's, you know, no, they won't give up Gmail because they're getting too much data mining out of that. But um, the whole deal with Stadia was for people to sign up for a gaming service that didn't want to have to have a high powered console or computer and be able to play games at their house. But you have to have a really fast Internet connection instead. Yeah, you have to have a connection ridiculously fast internet connection with practically zero latency <clears throat> yep. uh, because so you know, fiber basically you got to have fiber. Well, you got to have fiber and you got to make sure that uh, your, your path to their servers isn't routed around the universe through Russia, China, whatever else to get to where it's uh, eventually going because imagine that demographic, a shitty PC and Symmetrical gig fiber. 
Yeah. yeah. What kind of de- right. what kind of demographic are you aiming? Yeah, for? they didn't think that one through. I, when I had fiber, the speed test couldn't even um, calculate the uh, ping time, so it would always just say one. And I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty good." And then I got to read, and they're like, "Yeah, it's usually looks like less than that." But the speed tests just aren't designed for that. So, uh, I, but I can't imagine ever getting anything like that on fucking like cable or DSL or anything. And the majority of the world, hell, the majority of the United States does not have fiber, symmetrical fiber to the home yet. Now, you got to get into a lot of European nations that their government basically subsidized the rollout and the companies, you know, actually did what they were paid to do and didn't do a lot of bullshit. I realize there's a lot more challenges to that in the United States uh, because we are a large area and there are large swaths of nothing in between (laughs) A and B. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make, I get it. It doesn't make sense even for cable companies to run, uh, you know, everyday cable out to the middle of fucking nowhere where they're going to have three customers, <laughs> yeah. you know, it doesn't make sense. Um, but fiber, yeah, fiber, fiber's way, way out there. Speaking of which, it looks like we're on the heels of, what is it? Starlink? Yeah, I'm, I'm curious that, about that. That seems speaking. to be getting a little closer. Latency is another one there where I'm I'm a little I, I haven't I'm really hesitant, dude. Dug into it, but I'm I'm hesitant to 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 have faith in that. Like, just the sheer fucking distance is going to be. Yeah, yeah the only problem. thing is, is that the um, what's traditionally been a problem. Um, they when they put satellites in what's called a geosynchronous orbit, that is 22,500 miles above the Earth's surface. Now, uh, you put a satellite out at that range, and it basically, you know, it, 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 it moves a little bit, but it basically hangs out in the same spot covering the same footprint of the planet. Right. Now... Uh, what they did with, uh, as a matter of fact, a lot of satellite phones use the same technology. They'll have a constellation of satellites that are in a lower Earth orbit that give you a little less latency. But the problem is going to be with uh, modern wired connections once you reach a congestion point because Internet traffic just keeps going up and up and up and up and up and up. It doesn't go down. Um, So when you get to a congestion point, your distribution network, you start chopping that up into smaller chunks to where you don't have as many people using it in a given area. The only problem that I really see with Starlink, even if they go with low Earth, low latency satellite orbit would be how are they going to address congestion when everybody and their brother signs up for it? You just add more satellites. You're muted, Dan. Whatever you said, you're muted. Well, good. I didn't want anybody to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't either. 
Yeah, something stupid anyway, so fuck it. Um, yeah, there's a there's a few things that that are interesting about the whole thing, and we'll see we'll see what Elon's got up his sleeve. Sometimes I think he's as much a fucking shyster as he is a genius. Um, yeah, you know. So yep, and not I a think, flamethrower. <laughs> I think that uh, not a flamethrower, right? <laughs> um, I still believe that you know the Tesla, the the vehicles was just his way of uh, poking at other car manufacturers. I don't think he ever wanted to like make a bunch of money making electric cars. I think he just wanted to show that it could be done. Uh, Again, if those lobbyists were- He has said as much. That doesn't surprise me. Um, The, you know, back to the lobbyists we were talking about that, you know, push oil and fossil fuels and stuff like that. They don't want to see this big push to electric because the powers that be don't have control of them yet. And well, I mean, look at all the bullshit that Musk took when he was just trying to sell Tesla's. There are still states where I don't think you can buy them because they don't have a uh, a brick and mortar uh, sale like a store, a, a sales floor, right? And they're like, "All right, you can't buy that cuz you can't order a car." Why the fuck not? Cuz we said so. Uh what? <laughs> okay. But but I want to buy the thing. He has the thing. We've agreed on a price. It's not illegal to own the thing. And right. Like, it's not illegal yeah, to own yeah, the thing. But. The idea of a new car company coming in really, really fucked with people because we've got the established, you know, the Hondas, the Hyundais, the American car companies, um, little companies like Daewoo that you've never heard of. Um, but the speakers. idea of, huh? They make speakers. Uh, a lot of your Japanese companies make everything everything yeah <laughs> like yamaha it's yeah. like uh, you want a dirt bike or do you want a fucking piano <laughs> there, there's okay, a lot well, of though. <laughs> there is a lot of legal bullshit around dealerships mm. uh, because dealerships have been funneling money into local economies for years and uh you know when uh, websites started becoming big and you had the dot-com bubble. Um, you know, the, the big auto manufacturers were upset because a lot of their efforts to more or less start up an online store to where they could just uh, sell direct to the consumer, uh, the auto dealership lobby, uh, they shot that down shit down with quickness. Well, it's completely changed, you know, years later, it's completely changed the way you buy a car and that, you know, it used to be cash is king, right? You used to hear that if a car was, you know, 30,000 and you walked in with 26 cash, you'd walk out the door with it. And that's not the case anymore because the internet has leveled the playing field so much that you don't have to drive around dealership to dealership to dealership to see what the different prices are. And they'd keep you on their dealership and, Oh, you don't want to drive all the way across town and run around and people, they were right. People didn't want to fuck with it. So now, uh, cash is not only not King, it's kind of frowned upon. They would much rather wrap you into a, uh, financing deal. Because they get a kickback from the financing. Sure. They get a kickback. They add in things, you know, and we've all, had something where it was like, oh, here's the price. And then by the time you get to the time you're signing, you're doing the math. You're like, wait, wait. You uh, know. This is $11,000 more than what yeah. I agreed to pay. Yeah. 
um, I've been right that I've been watching a lot of videos, a lot of YouTube videos lately. Cause I'm, I'm coming up to a point where I might start like seriously considering buying a new vehicle. And, uh, I'm learning a lot that that's completely different than, than the old paradigm of what I used to read. You know, my big thing was trying to get this big down payment so that I could walk in with my dick out and be like, Oh, look, I have this, uh, I have all this cash. Fuck you. But it just it doesn't have the same effect that it did when you got companies like CarMax that put it all out there, what they got, how much it is, and this is the price. Don't come in here and haggle. This is the price, which I'm fine with. I fucking hate haggling. Just fucking tell what me how is, much. You- what is the least you will <laughs> take for this? Or you know, it's like oh, I want a thousand dollars for this. Would you take six fifty? Did I fucking say six fifty? No, I said a thousand dollars. What would you would you take nine for it? That's my no. favorite haggling tactic, dude. You just walk in and pull your belt a little bit up <laughs> and be like, "What's the least you'll take for that?" It's like sick, dude. The fucking price that's on it. <laughs> I know numbers and reading are hard, so let's go over this one. <laughs> it sounds like you need a large belt buckle to make that happen. Oh yeah, and a big gut. Dibidoo. <laughs> Doug Dibidoom. Of uh, the Dibidoom Dibidooms. <laughs> yes, Doug, we can tell time, you fuck. I, I, reading is, uh, we got it. <laughs> hey, Doug, hey, Doug, in 40 some seconds, it's going to be 58 oh minutes. <laughs> yeah. Let's all sit and watch. Doug's letting us know we're getting near the hour mark. He gets a little, uh, he gets a little antsy. So. Well, I, you know, it's like, I know us fucking windbags could sit here and, and bullshit all day long, but nah, man, uh, nah, I don't know who you're talking everybody about. wants to hear the four hour bullshit podcast. Doug, nobody wants to hear the one hour bullshit fucking <laughs> podcast. So. <laughs> so you're right. You know what? You are right. I cannot argue with you because you're right. And on but, that note, fuck but, Adam for being late this morning. Because Doug didn't know what day it was. <laughs> but I am not a cat. 